How's it going out there, everybody? Bigfoot Mike coming at you live. First edition right here, y'all. Podcast game is going strong. We're covering so many different diverse topics. And, you know, here we are, 2023, y'all. And this is just such, we're already seeing so many big things happening to start the year off. First, of course, the news with Simon Lazat leaving Dismania and headed over to MVP. I think that was one that most people just absolutely would not predict, especially knowing the the history and the background that Simon has had with with UC and everything with Dismania. I mean, in a lot of ways, he was the face of Dismania Europe along with UC. But you know what? Hey, this is a new time. This is a new chapter for both companies. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how and some of the new discs that are coming out that are going to really fill the gaps in, in Simon's bag. And so I think that's a great one that uh, all of us, we're going to be interested to see. Um, yeah, and then, of course, I think the, the most current news is for Dismania trying to fill the gap in the void. There was a pretty substantial payment that uh, buyout that, um, you know, MVP shelled out to be able to bring in their guy. And obviously they're making moves, and so Dismania's kind of left holding their bag and, and trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And so I know there's a lot of speculation on the potential for Gannon Burr, as we saw earlier a few, just, a few days ago, his announcement officially made on Instagram to leave Prodigy Discs. And yeah, the destination is still unknown. I think a lot of the speculation is for that destination to be Dismania. But what's been really wild this is the wildfire news i mean this is everywhere reddit all over twitter all over instagram i mean the memes are crazy uh <laughs> i mean th this is just a, a a tough situation for both prodigy and ganon i i think that you know for those that may not know the situation i can kind of give you the abridged version but basically Gannon Burr re-signed his contract with Prodigy Discs, and he had a tremendous breakout year last year, winning USDGC, which is one of the most prestigious disc golf events. I equate it to like the U.S. Open in golf, and he's such a young, promising player at 17 years old. Part of this that kind of complicates this legal matter is that his mom entered into that agreement along with Gannon. But uh, basically, you know, Gannon wanted to restructure his his contract. I think we're all seeing the the huge impact of so many players getting so much money with their contracts. And so it's amazing to see that, you know, Gannon, one of the top five players in the world, I believe as of end of year, he was ranked and rated number four in the world. So, I mean, there's no question his game is he's got a huge game and he, a lot of younger players and older players are just seeing this kid is the future. And so I think he was understanding, you know, hey, he feels like he wants to make more money. And I'm sure there's a lot of suitors coming knocking. I would imagine Dismania is probably one of those. But where this all kind of went haywire is that obviously Gannon was under contract. And so at the end of January, Gannon basically came up with an email say, citing that there was a breach of contract that Prodigy owed him money and quite a few laundry list of, of issues and the uh, rookie of the year disc that was never produced or wasn't produced timely, uh, disc sales that weren't, you know, documented and given to him. And so 
Anyways, we, we get into this. It feels to me like just this junior high kind of BS, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a crazy situation, right? And on one side, you know, I see I see Gannon's part of this where he's like, man, I'm, I'm hot right now. I, I should be making more money. Um, I think Prodigy, on the other hand, I think the other side of this coin is, man, they're, they're running a business. They took a risk on him. I know there's a long history between Gannon, Burr, and Prodigy Disc. I mean, when he was a junior and won Am Worlds as a, as a junior Am, I mean, that, that's, that's an amazing accomplishment. And so I know that, um, gosh, you know, it's, it's hard to see how this thing has kind of spiraled out of control, all the documents. I mean, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole, y'all, uh, I think the entire disc golf world has spent this weekend and today President's Day just becoming a disc golf lawyer all of a sudden. <laughs> and it's fun to follow. I mean, just uh, it's amazing, you know, and, and um, this is very unprecedented. Obviously, someone of not only this caliber, but this young being involved in, in such a, a huge situation like this. And so, you know, I, uh, there's a part of me, you know, I, I think that you know, trying to be as unbiased as possible. I am affiliated with Prodigy, and we run a lot of Prodigy events, and I am on the ambassador team with Prodigy. Uh, you know, I think if, if in the grand scheme of things, I, I think that um, it's hard to realize that this thing is out in the public domain now. And I think that, uh, you know, we, we get into this kind of mob mentality. I think the whole disc golf community has, has kind of jumped on Gannon's side. And um, I think there's one interesting piece and and like i said i'm going to try and remain unbiased but i'd like to try for a second compare disc golf to to the nfl i know some of y'all out there might say mike that's you know we're talking about team sport versus an individual sport but but hear me out on this say we we have top college player maybe he was you know heisman heisman contender running back just this this kid's real deal and he gets drafted in the nfl and he comes in first year in the league and just absolutely breaks every record in the book. I mean, this guy is just lighting the world on fire. You know, there's part of this is, you know, you're on a rookie deal. You're, you're not able, you do not have leverage yet until you can prove your consistency, until you can prove your worth in the long term. And so for the most part, a lot of teams are able to take advantage of the fact that players are in their rookie deal and add those critical pieces to be able to to surround them with some veterans and obviously some proven players. But guess what? After that rookie deal, we see it all the time. Those players are are going to the best suitor, who's the highest bidder. I mean, they they've got to make a living. They've the, the careers of uh, you know an NFL player is, is relatively short, and so I think when I think about that, and again, I know again, I, I feel like the biggest. <laughs> piece I'm going to hear is Mike you can't you can't compare this this is apples and oranges but hear me out on this Gannon coming out of junior worlds winning that a lot of promise a lot of excellent skills big game huge thrower but guess what I mean it, it, the disc golf pro tour is is no joke and he came out first year at the gates and just you know set the world on fire here um, I mean that was such an exciting you know, Las Vegas tournament last year, that battle with Drew Gibson that, um, I mean, that was kind of his, his coming out party here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. And, you know, he had some incredible finishes throughout the year. And so obviously for, for prodigy, I think they, they obviously struck gold with, with Gannon, but, you know, just kind of shifting hats now. So, so obviously from a, from a, I'm, I'm a shop owner and, 
I'll be honest. I, I think that every shop is going to sell discs that sell. Um, just because I'm affiliated with Prodigy doesn't mean I'm I'm not selling other brands. And frankly, you know, anytime we have the the tour series discs from from Discraft or any of the the Sexton Firebirds, I mean, there, there's a whole list of discs that you know I know they're gonna just fly off the shelf. And so I think that I don't know if I was Prodigy. I think part of what evaluation of a player, what comes to mind is how much sales are they going to generate? And so I know part, in part of this kind of counter, it's not really a countersuit, but in a counter argument that Gannon mentioned uh, with breach of contract is that the quality control issues with Prodigy and, and mentioned the flashing on the discs that were issues. But here's the deal, and, and this is what it comes down to, right, is that I'm sure there's some some other suitor and for lack of better terms let's just hypothetically say it's dismania they're willing to to up his offer and so i think there's a lot of dollar signs in front of of gannon and, and i think the play is hey how can we get out of this contract do we have some wiggle room and so you know this whole thing just seems kind of like a little like i said it, it, it's kind of this dramatic kind of bs um i think in on, in one sense i think prodigy Wanted to keep this private, wanted to keep this kind of, you know, on the hush. But this just this thing just kind of is out of control right now. Some wildfire happening. And so my if I was a betting man, <laughs> I would venture to say that Prodigy is going to settle this thing, try and just damage control this thing, which a lot of people might say, hey, the damage has been done. And uh, I'm sure that the sentiment is that, man, we got a big company going after a kid and his mom and, you know. I think that the other side of this coin, y'all, and, and this is the, the reality of this thing, but man, if, if Gannon Burr was really and truly represented by an agent, there would 100% have been a buyout clause in his contract. And that's the one piece to this. It's almost the silver bullet that doesn't exist. If he didn't have a buyout clause in his contract, you know, he's bound to, to fulfill that contract with Prodigy. I mean, that's my perspective. Um, the other side to this, too, and this is something that, again, this is just me kind of shooting off the hip here. But can't you just, if if I was advising Gannon, I'd be like, hey, let's kill it this year. And you know what? In 2024, we're about to absolutely hear offers from everybody. And I bear, I guarantee you there, there probably could be several companies that want to throw their hat in the ring to try and get them. But in through all this kind of drama and, you know, I know prodigies, obviously, they, this is a huge player for them as far as they want to try and lock him down and they obviously wanted to put forth their best interest here with with him and so the the notion that they've quadrupled his offer you know I think that's prodigy honestly they're, they're extending an olive branch I think they wanted to keep this thing under wraps and you know I think Gannon's you know for lack of better terms is is just really trying to just trying to get that last drop out of you know what he can and, um, you know, I th there's an argument, you know, both ways. I, I think that this thing is kind of, you know, dissipated both directions, but um, like anything. And um, there, there's always three sides to every story. Right. And, and I know we've we've kind of primarily seen, <laughs> you know, prodigies in his side. But um, in March, this thing is is going to we're going to final. We're going to keep our popcorn handy to see how this thing plays out in March. But meanwhile, Disc Golf Pro Tour is starting, y'all. I mean, this thing is is about to kick off. I mean, we had All-Star Weekend this week, 
And in some of the videos he posted on Instagram, he's still throwing Prodigy discs. Um, I know earlier in the week, I think on Thursday, I seen a few tweets and posts that there's a lot of stamped discs, or I should say unstamped discs and an unmarked bag. And so, I mean, you know, I, I think the speculation begins, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, again, this is my take on this. I want to see Gannonburg do well. And if he does go to Dismania, you know what? I think that's, hey, you know what? I'm sure he's going to sell his discs and Dismania is going to get their guy and the Crush Boys, maybe they have a new Crush Boy. But, um, you know, I, I, I certainly understand the business side of this for Prodigy, right? There's a lot of potential income that they're going to be losing, a lot of their resources, a lot of their budget, a lot of, you know, what they had planned throughout the year centered around all of their team and, and – not having Gannon is, is just throwing an absolute wrench in this whole deal. Um, I, I wish, you know, and I want to see, obviously, I want to see an amicable situation come from this. But I, I just, you know, from everything I've seen, I, I just, it's it's going to be hard. The damage control is going to be challenging. Um, and you know what? I, I just, as much as I, I enjoy watching Gannon and that, I, I think this is a maturity situation, too. Um he he doesn't have leverage. I mean, point blank, he he's not in the driver's seat to demand what he wants. At least not yet. I think once he got got past this 2023, I mean, let's see. Can can he do it again? Can he win another USDGC? Can he win a world? Can he win some some disc golf pro tours? Um, you know, we're about to see, and maybe maybe this is a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. You know, maybe he's like, you know what, I'm about to just set the world on fire here with whoever it is he goes to. Um, and, and, you know, just, I've kind of mentioned Dismania. I don't think that's a hundred percent definitive. I'd probably say it's about a 90%, but, um, you know, I guess that's, this is a, another situation. We're going to be hanging back bird's eye view and seeing what happens. But, uh, I'll tell you what, y'all, the, the memes online were absolutely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I just, it, it's so crazy. The, the mob mentality when it comes to stuff like this and, um, you know, I, I, I think the last point I'll, I'll kind of mention to this is, man, there's anytime you, you, you're dealing with a, a player, disgruntled player, it, it, it's a very challenging, you're, 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 you're kind of walking on eggshells. You're, you're, you want, obviously, I, if I was Prodigy, I'd be thinking, hey, what can we do to rectify this? What can we do? And, and obviously, I feel like there's a lot of pieces that have been presented and, and things that have already been posted online in the public domain that proves that. But at the same time, you know, it's one of those things, hey, if, if even with that quadruple offer, he's still wanting to leave, you know what? I mean, it's just it's hard for me to imagine where this is going to, you know, end well for, for him as far as without any damages and uh, financial and otherwise. Um, so who knows? Maybe, maybe it's a Dismania or Innova. Whoever he goes to is the one that's going to foot the bill for this. And, I mean, I don't know. This just thing. This this just got hairy, you know. And and um, it is a lose lose situation. Even if somehow Prodigy were to retain Gannon, I'm sure he would just do the absolute minimum that's needed and requested. Um, and I'm sure he's just going to count the days down until he can get out of this. But uh, I don't know. In a way, I almost feel like Prodigy might just say, you know what? Hey, thanks, appreciate you, but uh, you know we're going to move on too. And so, I don't know. That's another piece that's going to be a TBD, and we'll see what, what ends up happening from that. But I want to hear from y'all. I, I think this is a situation where 
you just don't know, right? Like what, what could happen? And uh, I know both parties have legal counsel and stuff. So I, I wish we could have like a, a, a play by play of this. You know, we got the first set of documents and all that. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure how much more we'll get to see, or, you know, I'm sure from this point forward, I would imagine this is going to be pretty hush hush, you know, and, and then obviously come March once once the trials had and once we're once we're through it you know obviously we'll see what comes from it but um if if this is dismania or innova whoever this is i know this kind of throws a wrench in in their plans too because they're probably sitting in the wings like okay what's going to happen how do we time our our releases how do we plan our pr how do we plan our marketing around this guy if we're tied up in in litigation and and who's to say this thing doesn't drag out you know that's the other thing um i've seen this all too often here we come in March and there's some sort of delay. There's going to push it back. And then we could easily be in fall of 2023 before this thing gets resolved. So, I mean, that kind of begs the question too, is, you know, is Gannon going to be forced to, uh, you know, <laughs> continue to throw prodigy? I guess that's going to be a TBD. Um, one last note I'm going to mention, <laughs> and I doubt Gannon's going to listen to this podcast, but, uh, I know when he, you know, the, those that are Prodigy fans or maybe in some of the Prodigy, you know, Facebook pages, marketplace pages and stuff, he was selling a ton of discs. And, you know, the rumor mill was kind of swirling. Is he leaving? Is he going? And uh, what was, what made it kind of interesting is that even Gannon was bidding on some discs. And so, you know, there, there was kind of this mixed emotion of, well, is he leaving? Why is he selling all his discs? Well, why is he bidding on discs? So there's a lot of wild stuff, but I mentioned that because I know those of y'all that know, I love all my Prodigy discs are purple. And he had a stack of probably four or five purple D4s that looked like they were seasoned up, ready to go. And, you know, of course, I messaged Gannon and I said, hey, how much for the purple D4s? He's like, which ones? And uh, I responded, you know, this is a private message, of course. I was like, all of them. And from that point forward, he never responded back. He never read the messages either. So I was like, man, what's going on? So I messaged him again. You know, I was like, hey, I want to buy those, dude. Like, what's up? How much? And uh, I'll tell you right now, I would have paid a pretty penny for those. So, Gannon, if you're listening and you got those purple D4s, your boy Bigfoot Mike is going to buy those off of you. So uh, <laughs> anyways, I, I, I had to throw that little little caveat in there but um one other little funny story this, this is kind of <laughs> i know some of y'all out there might not believe me but I, i've shared the screenshots with a bunch of uh our bigfoot team members but um this is probably right after las vegas um of course this is right after gannon finished runner up um drew gibson caught him in that epic playoff but um you know i i had inquired with gannon's agent on hey how much would it be to you know, put the Bigfoot disc golf shop on your sleeve, you know, and I, I talked to his agent and, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because he was already sponsored by the, by the disc barn. And so I know he was like, well, we can't really take on another shop and we're committed to disc barn. But, um, so I was like, oh, okay, well, even, even if so, I probably, you know, <laughs> we're just a small shop in Oklahoma, you know, there's no way I would be able to probably afford something like that or whether or not I'd be able to even see any sort of return on it. It's probably, you know, more for kicks than anything. But I messaged Gannon's mom and was like, hey, Gannon's mom, 
how much could I pay you to wear a Bigfoot disc golf hat? You know, because for those of y'all that remember, you know, she attends a lot of these, you know, events and caddies for Gannon and is in the gallery. And so I was like, you know what? She's getting camera time. How cool would that be? Just kind of, I mean, obviously I don't know them. I don't know her, but um, she was very sweet. She did respond back and she's like, hey, no, you know, I don't really have any, uh, you know, representation. Cause that's what I asked. I was like, Hey, can I speak with your agent about wearing a Bigfoot disc golf hat? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, she was super sweet and, um, you know, Hey, I, I, I hate this situation. I, I'm sure that these are, you know, man, these are people at the end of the day. And, and I know obviously, you know, if I was a, a an executive at prodigy, I, I obviously this, this is a tough situation to deal with. It's very delicate, um, and, and I genuinely believe they're going to try and, and make things right or do what they can to try and salvage, you know, where things are with, with him and, and obviously with, um, you know, all the, the, the history that they've got together, but, um, it's, it's just like a bad breakup y'all. I mean, you know, this, this happens, this is part of sports, part of life. And I hate that it kind of happened under these circumstances. I think a lot of people are, and even for the non-prodigy throwers out there, I think, you know, there, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, they, they're taking Gannon's side on this all the way. And, um, I don't know, man, I, I think that there's, there's a little bit of smoke there. I, 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 uh, I love watching Gannon play, but you know what, y'all, he's at the end of the day, he's 17, about to be 18 years old. So I think there's a, a some learning lessons that's going to come with this. And, um, you know, I just, gosh, y'all, I'm, I'm ready to, see how this thing ends and let's just see what what happens you know i want to see the 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 coverage and you know it's just so exciting y'all i'm I'm excited about it so i want i got i'm gonna ask y'all a couple questions and i I want y'all to comment this below or or i want y'all to shoot us an email bigfootdiscs at gmail.com and uh that's bigfootdiscs that's plural at gmail.com g is in golf but i want you to tell me if you were an executive at prodigy Knowing where everything's at right now, I mean, this is aired out. This is, you know, there's a lot of dirty laundry that's been exposed. And obviously, I, I think that uh, it's it's tough to control it. But right now, tomorrow's Tuesday, the day after President's Day. Ex- Prodigy execs are coming into the room to figure out, talking with their legal team, trying to figure out what the next step is, all that. If you were an executive in that room, how would you handle it? What would you do? What would you say? I want you to email that to us. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna follow up on this just as I'm sure as this story continues to develop. I want to read a few of those. And, and we'll keep it anonymous. I don't have to, you know, say names or anything. But um, the other thing we're doing, and, and this is what's fun about this podcast, y'all. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. And, and we're going to have a, a, a series with this about, you know, bringing some history. I know we're located in southern Oklahoma. A lot of history of disc golf, the growth of disc golf since the pandemic, but you know we're going to cover a lot of the the growth and and some of the the interesting f- people behind the scenes that kind of help lay the groundwork for for the explosion and and this expansion of disc golf, and so we're going to have a couple different historical series, and so for those of y'all that that might be interested in that to see kind of the roots of disc golf in North Texas and Southern Oklahoma, Central Oklahoma, and Oklahoma in general. I mean, there's a lot of people that. Um, you know, I, I know I've met, but certainly there might be some that uh, it, it just would be interesting to to kind of take a step back and, and look at, you know, kind of what the mid 2000s were even before the mid 2000s. Um, you know how disc golf has really just just this boom 
And, um, you know, I, I think that's a, it's going to be a fun segment to, you know, see and hear from these folks. So be on the lookout for that. And then also, we're going to be doing a ton of giveaways, y'all. So this is our first podcast. So here's how we're going to do this. We've got a bunch of big tournaments coming up this year. Obviously, for us, we're, we run a lot of events. And uh, this year, Buffalo Run is going to be in its 10th year. And we are in A-tier this year for 2023. So we're going to be leading up. We're going to be having a bunch of giveaways. But um, we've got a big B-tier coming up at the end of March, the Chupacabra Cup. It's going to be held in Norman, Oklahoma. It's the same weekend as Texas State's. Um, but we're going to make this thing huge. And what I'm going to say is... The fifth person to shoot us an email, bigfootdisks at gmail.com. All you're going to put in the subject line, podcast response. And whoever's the number five to email us, they're going to get a free entry into that tournament. So that's a $60 tournament. Player pack's going to be off the chains, off the charts. Payout's going to be solid. I mean, it's going to be at Lions and Griffin there in Norman, Oklahoma. Saturday-only event, the 25th of March. So definitely appreciate you know y'all for tuning in and and the ability for for us to take y'all on this journey y'all i know that uh it's always fun to to be able to deliver content but this is a, a unique format we've never done a podcast so there's a lot of learning i'm sure this when i maybe listen to this podcast back this you know we're, we're gonna have to fine-tune this a little bit but um i think that's what makes doing things like this really fun and exciting and um you know we're, we're really really pumped to be able to cover disc golf pro tour from the Bigfoot perspective right here and right now. So I appreciate y'all's support in advance. And uh, shoot us an email, get involved, like, comment, subscribe, find us on Facebook, find us on YouTube. We're going to be rocking and rolling this year. A lot of cool new things. So thank y'all for tuning in. Bigfoot Mike, we're out.